How dare you, sir? I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. A little, a little more to the left nowadays. <laughs> I'm impressed. I don't know what to put. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm here all week trying to be. I'm sorry, bear with me. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. boys and girls, well, satyrs right. and uh, <laughs> satyrs and lesbians. That sounds good. Maybe not the boys and girls, but everybody else, you're, you're more than invited. Oh, and the babies. And the ba- boys, <laughs> girls. Bring the babies. And the babies. Right. Yes. Yeah. Suckling mothers, <laughs> centurions, <gasps> to this very first episode right. of the life of... Caligula Caesar, right. or as uh, I like to think of him uh, by his full name, Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Nice. It's like the greatest so, hit. Yeah. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, my name is Cameron Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 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 partner, my my my. Second wife, uh, my soul mate, uh, my brother from another mother, Raymond Harris. Hello. And I, uh, we, we, we've been doing this a long time. We did a long series on Julius Caesar. Then we did a longer, longer series on Augustus Caesar. Right. Then we did a slightly shorter series on Tiberius Caesar. Yeah. And today is the first uh, episode of our Caligula Caesar series. And what we're going to do to kick off this series is uh, do a commentary over the top of the classic 1979 film Caligula. Right. Now, uh, if you've never seen it before, uh, you're in for it. Whether you you have or haven't. Or shock, you're in for something. (laughs) Yes. Well, listen, this film gets a bad rap, Ray. I think on IMDb it's got like a 5.2, 5.3. And when I, whenever I talk about it on Facebook, everyone talks about how horrible it is. I completely disagree. I think it's one of the greatest films ever made and certainly the greatest film about ancient Rome ever made. Right. It's just hands down uh, just a joy for me to watch. It, it's... It's over the top. Yeah. It's it's extravagant. It's kind of like us. It's crazy. Right. We're kind of like us and kind of like Rome was at this period. Right. I mean, there's no getting around the fact. We, you know, we, we've done a, I was going to say, a very serious series on Tiberius Caesar, but it wasn't that serious, but we went deep. Semi, yeah. We read the original sources. Right. Oh, well, I read the original sources. You watch YouTube right. clips. But Same thing, practically. I've read Tacitus, I've read Suetonius, I've read all of the original, uh, Valerius Paterculus, read all of these uh, uh, primary sources, Uh, maybe Tacitus and Suetonius are secondary. Still. Valerius Paterculus is primary. Still. This was was crazy. Rome was crazy. And you need a crazy film to do it justice. So um, this is the film that we are going to watch today. So ladies and gentlemen... But when you listen to this podcast, the next couple of podcasts, because uh, this is going to go on for a few hours, trust right. me, uh, I highly recommend, 
highly recommend. Flem highly, flem <laughs> level. Yeah, that you have a that you have this film in front of you at the time. Right. You can listen to this without having the film in front of you because I'll 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 talk about what's going on. But oh, really? you're really going to get the most out of it if right. you uh, get it in a darkened room. <laughs> get it. Get the film playing Pull down the, the big screen. Right. Lock the lock the doors. Put a chair. Box of tissues. Right. Yeah. Put a chair in front of the door. You don't want to take any chances. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Box of tissues, <laughs> bottle of scotch, cigar, pipe, maybe some weed <laughs> if it's legal in your jurisdiction. Right. Um, I'd I, I recommend a farm animal. Yeah. Um, a, 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 a bowl to catch the blood <laughs> um, or other things, oh, other emissions. Uh, right. Uh, a, gl- a gladius. Yes. And yes. Uh, get ready to really. Sort of get into the mind space right. of Rome circa 37 CE because <laughs> it's it's a, it's, a, it's going to be a wild it's going to be a wild ride. Right, opening comments from you, my good sir. Absolutely. Well, the reason we recommend locking your door, and I personally recommend shoving a chair up under your door, was because uh, there was no there was no um, copy of this for me to download legally. So I had to buy the DVD, and actually the DVD wasn't even available, so I had to get the uh, the Blu-ray. Anyway, I got it off of Amazon, Amazon, which brought up a whole bunch of other options I might like to consider, which my wife saw. So. I got the cold (laughs) silent treatment for about two or three days. I'm like, you know, what now? Why are you not talking to me? And she goes, I saw what you were looking at. I'm like, no. And I tried to explain to her that this was a, you know, a a film, a very serious film. In fact, I wonder if it won won any awards in costumes or sets, but we can get into all that stuff later. But uh, it brought up a whole bunch of stuff on my search history. So as I was looking for Mm. this particular Blu-ray to buy, Several other titles came up, and I just wanted to share a couple of those with you real quick. The first title that came up was Caligula, Paranoia and Brutality in Ancient Rome. That makes sense to me. The next one was How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town. Not so much, okay, but that's the one I got in trouble for. The next title was Friends, Effing you don't need, Friends, you don't need a, Effing You don't friends. need a book. <laughs> You don't need a book to teach you how to organize an orgy in a small town. You've been to Vegas. <laughs> just, that's true. That's true. I forgot yeah. I, I forgot to call it, fall back on my experience. So the point is there's a couple, if you search Caligula on Amazon, just be prepared to explain something to your spouse or significant other because other things are going to come up. And, um, you know, you, you want a full disclosure. You want full disclosure as opposed to I did not and I couldn't figure out why I was in the doghouse for a couple of days. I tell you what to do, Ray. Here's my yeah. tip: is you um, you you grab your wife roughly, uh, th- throw her in a chair. I like where this is going. About tie her up, right? Um, put those little things in her eyelids, like Malcolm McDowell, right. who's the star of this film, wore in his uh, earlier film, Clockwork Orange, that forces yep. her eyes open. All right, uh, and then put her in front of this film. Yeah, turn Doing the volume right up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, attach an IV to her arm <laughs> if you, if you. I mean, if you know how to do that, if you don't, look it up on YouTube. I'm sure. I'm it's sure it's there. Yeah. And, and make her watch it uh, on on you know, like repeat for an entire weekend. <laughs> By the end of it, yeah, uh, she's not going to give you any trouble. I'll be looking pretty good as far as a husband and a spouse goes. You will. Oh, yeah. she'll be grateful. Yeah, yeah, she'll be grateful <laughs> that she's married to a. <laughs> 
dweeby, <laughs> pudgy, bald midget. After uh, actually, there's a couple of those in this. Yeah, um, you know, probably relations. Let me one more thing. I got to do to get ready. Hold on. All right, I am now <laughs> set. Okay. okay. Well, without further ado, ladies yes. and gentlemen, uh, we 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 have we're queued up, as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray in Virginia, uh, me in Brisbane, Australia. We're queued up, ready to go uh, with our respective copies of the film. We're, we've got it queued up to the opening titles. Uh, actually, uh, it, it starts by quoting Mark 36 right. from the Gospel. Right. Uh, uh, which, uh, for those of you who uh, uh, whose Bible study has lapsed, <coughs> Uh, it is a, it's a nice line. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Nice. I like that. Yes. Uh, Very apropos. Ni- ni- nice one, Je- nice one, Jesus. Um, <laughs> J- Jesus uh, <laughs> kind of nailed it with that one. Right. He was, um, this is after he feeds the 4,000 in the Bible, heals a blind man at Bethsaida. Uh, Peter declares him the Messiah and and Jesus tells him not to tell anyone. Um, he goes, hey, hey, psst, psst, Jesus, Jesus, psst. Yeah. Yeah? Hey, yeah what's up? Yeah. What's up, dude? What's up, my son? Hey, uh, uh, are you the Messiah? Jesus goes, shh, looks around, looks around. Right. Are you you fucking crazy man? Don't don't be saying that shit around here. <laughs> Look where we're at. Look at come on. And then and then he says to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Um, Peter's like, oh shit, that's that's like that's a bit hard. <laughs> what? What? I was what? just what? asking a question. I was I had a hunch. I asked a question, God, and now I'm the God. devil. Come on. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Touchy shit. God, aren't you? Anyway. God. <laughs> Jesus said, no, I'm sorry, I haven't it's had my right. coffee yet this morning. <laughs> sorry, you know what I'm like? You know what so I'm like before I had my coffee? Second cup in me. My father, yeah. my father hadn't had his coffee, and that's when he told us you had to go, oh, he told you all to cut the end off your dick. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, that's it runs in the family. We're very exactly. touchy. We, exactly. we need our coffee in the morning. I keep telling you that. <laughs> loaves, fishes, got plenty of loaves and fishes. Water, wine, not a problem. But coffee, oh. haven't nailed haven't nailed that one yet. I mean, that's what I've been yeah. working on. The you know, people wonder where I was in my missing years. Right. I Brewing was uh, I was I was in the I was in the laboratory trying to figure right. out how to turn water into coffee. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, there's water into wine. That's great after lunch. Right but before lunch, oh, you need coffee. Have to have that cuppa. Yeah, I'm still working on. Hullabazoo, hullabazam. I can't figure out the right <laughs> magic incantation <laughs> to turn water into. <laughs> Arabica. We're in a we're fuck we're right next door to Arabia. You think I'd know how to yeah. come with Arabica beans. Anyway. Uh so Mark 36, on 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 the count of three, hit play. Ray. Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, oh, by the way, before we ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching this, uh boys and girls, uh satyrs and lesbians, if you are watching this at home, and I say that because it's part of the film, uh watching along with us, keep your finger I mean, keep one hand down the front of your pants. Keep the other hand on the remote. Right. Because we will be pausing the film from time to time to yes. enjoy aspects of it in, in the fullness that it deserves. So keep the, keep the remote handy, one hand down the pants, as I said. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and another hand. We'll keep that hand that's 
in the bucket of ice. Viewer's choice. Then yeah. stick it down the front of your pants uh, as required. Because gotcha. you want to last through the whole. This is a long fill, uh, like nearly three hours here. So you want to yeah. you want to hang in there. Okay, on three, <clears throat> two, one, go. Oh, lovely music playing there. So to have Peg and Rome on the first screen and then to have a quote from the Bible on the second screen, uh, mm. any cons- inconsistencies with that or am I overthinking it? Okay, well, pause, pause. 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 Okay, so... Uh, yes, uh, not, not exactly uh, timeline correct here. So Mark, right. according to most scholars, those of you who don't know, I just uh, made a documentary about the, the Bible. Uh, most uh, consensus from most biblical scholars is Mark, uh, the gospel according to Mark was the first gospel written. Right. And it was written probably around 70 CE after the fall of Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the destruction of the temple uh, by the Romans under Vespasian. So, um, yes, it it it's hadn't been written when all of this happened. It was still decades away. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it, Mark Mark may have been alive. The the author of Mark, we don't know who that was. He may have been alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was most scholars think probably a Roman like in Rome. Right. Um, well, I don't know. If my, it, it's it's he's considered to be a Gentile, uh, possibly living in Rome. But no one really knows who he was. But ah. yes, that's uh, a theory. So maybe, maybe he was a uh, the author would have known. Uh, well, he would have known. I mean, everyone in the empire would have known this story, but. Uh, Maybe he was there. Uh, we don't know. Cool. Anyway, back to play. Hit play. Let me know when your the people pop up on the screen or whatever pops up on the screen, so I'll know. You see sheep? Yeah, sheep. Sheep. Are, sheep. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, I'll pause not mine yet. for a second. Not yet. <coughs> not yet. Sheep. sheep. <laughs> now, now, is this turning you on, Ray? The sheep. Uh, I can turn on a lot in this film, but not from the sheep particularly. It's not turning me off. We see a flock of sheep walking through the woods, right. and now we see a, a fine uh, ass. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, yeah, a very, very hot female <laughs> ass. Caligula and his sister Julia Drusilla right. fondling each other, semi-clad, barely in the woods. It's a very beautiful scene. Yes. Um, they're, they're frolicking, running around. Frolic. That's it. Yeah. They're frolicking. Yeah. Absolutely. Two beautiful white horses, right. stallions. Yes. And there. they're wearing all white, uh, which is Arabic. Yes, Arabic, Ar- Arabic, Ar- Arabic, 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 Arabic stallions, yeah. horses. Yeah, they're running around. He's chasing her. She's got a, a breast, uh, like a bit Janet Jackson, yeah. falling yeah, out of does. her toga yeah. here, flopping around. <clears throat> sort of an A cup, I think. Maybe a B, but I'm it's sort of an A or a B cup there. She's running around in his little white toga. He's chasing her. He's I would too. pulling his toga out like he's Batman. <laughs> he's pretending <laughs> to be Batman. And she's right. Batgirl uh, with her little per- Except for breasts. his brother and sister. Uh, so Well, the, yes. yeah. But, you oh, know, he's got her. Batman. Oh, he's Nailed got her. He's put tree. his Batman cloak right. around her. Oh, right. totally. Now, the music. Pause it here. The music that we're listening to. You familiar with this music? Um, I can't remember. Go ahead. What, tell me about the music. Oh, the, the music, the soundtrack here that we're listening to is uh, by Aram Kachachuran. From Spartacus. Oh. Nice. 
Oh, it's very yeah. It fits the scene. It fits the uh, the woods and they're frolicking perfectly. Now, I, I should say. Uh, oh no, we'll go on a bit further. I'll talk okay. about the, who made this film in a minute. Tell okay, me so they 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 yeah play yeah go they they're snuggling they're kissing Aww. they're. Uh, Necking in the woods, beautiful, delightful. Right. Of course, if you don't know what you're looking at, you probably don't know they're the brother and sister. Right. Um, Whoops. But you know, it just looks nice and romantic. He's now suckling on her nipple. As you do. Um, yeah. Well, good technique. As you would. Yeah. Oh, oh she's getting yeah. into it. Uh, oh, <laughs> she's wrapping her legs around okay. him. I've lost the, the history. Uh, the music I've lost is the playing. History. It's. It's gorgeous. Malcolm McDowell in his prime. Yes, physically. You know. And his acting. Gorgeous. Yeah. Terrifyingly gorgeous right. he was. Uh, very angular face. Um, his sister, Drusilla, played by British actress, actress Teresa Ann Savoy, mm-hmm. uh, discovered when she was 18 over in Italy. She ran away from home. was modelling for Playmen wow. magazine, Italian version of Playboy. Right. Um, when she made this film, this film was made in 1976. She was uh, 22 years old. Okay, now uh, we have the Caligula yes. coin uh, come up on the screen with blood Ooh. coming out of the eyes. I love this yes. coin. Pause it, pause it's it, paused. pause it, pause it, pause it. So the director of the film is Tinto Brass, an Italian filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the screenplay is by American author Gore Vidal, uh, author and uh, I don't know raconteur mm-hmm. Gore Vidal. Um, the film was originally going to be called uh, Gore Vidal's Caligula, but after it was made, he sued to have his name taken <laughs> yes. off. Yes, as did the director Tinto Brass, because um, he he uh, mm-hmm. he and he was a credible filmmaker. He he directed many critically acclaimed avant-garde films in the 1960s and 70s. Um, right. You know, he was... He'd done a little bit of sort of erotic film before this, a film called Salon Kitty that was sort of a World War Two Nazi prostitute film. Sure, sure. Uh, which, I mean, gold right there. <laughs> as soon as... That's... that's it was a 1976 sexploitation film, erotic oh. war drama. Um, had got an X rating in the US uh, under the title Madam Kitty. Right. But it was known as Salon Kitty. Note to self. Um, and, and, and some of the cast in this film, including Teresa Ann Savoy, mm-hmm. who plays uh, Drusilla in this, was in that film. Oh, wow. Uh, a number of the number of the cast of Caligula. This he made it a few years earlier, but yeah, he was a he was a very credible director, and and this and it shows in this film, despite the hatred for this film. Right. It 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 was a, it's I consider it a must the sets the performances the craziness oh, of it's it believable the craziness yeah. it's yes. yeah it's fantastic. Now in 1968, Paramount Pictures had actually offered the job of directing a Clockwork Orange first to Tinto Brass. Right. Um, couldn't happen due to scheduling conflicts, and of course, uh, ended up being directed. Luckily, I, I would say, by the very great Stanley Kubrick, mm-hmm. and starred, of course, Malcolm McDowell right. in probably his most famous role as uh, Alex, yeah. the leader of the Thugs. Yeah. In the film, one of my favourite films. Uh, I remember seeing it for the first time, by the way, Clockwork Orange, around about 1992 
in a small little cinema in Melbourne at like a midnight screen. Oh my god! It was that. It was Clockwork Orange and Reservoir Dogs as a double billing. Reservoir Dogs had just come out, and um, it was playing at a little cinema because no one knew who Quentin Tarantino was. Little art house cinema in Melbourne. I saw those two films back to back for the first time. And oh my god! Walked out of walked out of the cinema twenty twenty one years old <laughs> as a new man. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! I have seen it if all. they if they just thrown Caligula into that as a triple bill, <laughs> it would have been the the perfect oh, trilogy of my god. films. Well, um, let, me, let me ask real hmm. quick because as we're going to go into this, I mean, yes, obviously a lot of people in Rome, including to a degree, uh, Caligula has lost touch with the reality because you know you've got you've got general calmness around the empire. There's not a lot that they have to, to man up for. So they can get decadent. I get that. But if you were to make this film, I mean, do you really feel like they had to go into the detail? They went with the violence, with the sex, with the nudity, with the, um, I mean, it's just, it's just replete all all throughout the film. I mean, do they really have to do that to give us the idea? Yes. To get us, to get as realistic as possible. I I guess. Okay. Yeah, right. and as entertaining as possible too. I That's mean, true. it is entertaining. I mean, there are bits. Look, there are bits of the film that we'll talk about as we go through that are probably factually incorrect and over the top, but they right. they, they still give you a sense of how fucking batshit crazy Rome was uh, in the late stages of Tiberius's reign mm-hmm. and, and Caligula's reign. Um, so yeah, I think it's absolutely necessary, and I, I celebrate. Uh, this film, and we have to point out, the film was the brainchild of Bob Guccione, American photographer who became the founder of Penthouse magazine wow. in 1965 okay. to be a competitor to Playboy. Right. And uh, this was his idea. He, in 1976, he put up $17.5 million of his personal fortune to finance the film, equivalent to about $75 million Jesus, today. right. To make he what he, his idea was to make a sophisticated feature length porn film mm-hmm. with with a stellar cast, a screenplay by Gore Vidal, who was a he was a god at the time, and and most of the people who signed up for the film, Malcolm McDowell, Peter O'Toole, Sir John Gielgud, Helen mm-hmm. Mirren, did so on the back of Gore Vidal's uh, right. attachment right. to it. Um, and and, uh, (laughs) some of them disowned it later on, uh, understandably, but it was Guccione's brainchild and he kind of copped a lot of shit for it, but he dropped $75 million of his own money on making this film. Yeah. Which, quite frankly, yeah, puts Tony yeah. Kynaston to shame. When I said, like, you know, if I said to Tony, let's Come on, Tony. drop $75 million, I'm going to make a, a porn film. <laughs> he might say yes. I don't know. We, I'll have to ask him next time. Get him on the are phone. You, are you, are you, Get Tony on the phone. Yeah, Get Tony on the phone. Are you Bob Guccione? Tony on the phone? But basically, you out, Gucci own, Gucci own. No, but but around that time, I mean, this was seriously had, the, the guy's thinking. The guy who this was the brain uh, created this. Obviously, he's thinking high level art and porn and history meet in this film. Now that's what he accomplished. If if to, to yeah. get an understood to, to get in the mindset of Bob Gucci, and you have to go and watch the three seasons. The 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 third season's nearly finished. Oh, I think it's three season season three, maybe season four. Of the Deuce, 
Uh, David Simon, creator of The Wire, his most recent series, which is about the porn industry in New York in the 70s and now he's into the sort of the mid-80s. But he sort of charts the course of how, you know, there was prostitution with pimps, girls with pimps on the street, um, and then it sort of started to move into brothels that were run by the mob where the pimps had less control over what happened. They started to lose their hold on the sex industry. Mm-hmm. And then it started to become... Porn- the pornography started to take off in a bigger way because some of the um, the the censorship restrictions were dropped. Oh. And the, the porn industry also was financed in part by the mob. And it had directors and producers and the pimps really didn't have as much control again over their girls and some of the girls left them. And and then then the porn films, you know, then it went from film to VHS right. and cheaper budgets and more people and bigger distribution and more diversified. Obviously, then it eventually went online a decade or so later. But he, And one of the characters in, in The Deuce is played by Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's, uh, she starts off as a porn uh, not a porn, as a sex worker, right. uh, goes by the name of Candy. And um, she ends up as an uh, sort of an art house porn director. She would have made Caligula. Oh, wow. Um, okay. she, she she actually makes a film based on Red, Little Red Riding Hood, oh, uh, but as a porn film where the big bad wolf is a former big... A former pimp, big black guy, right. who's hunting Little Red Riding Hood and then fucking her, and and so, but she talks a lot about trying to make porn artistic and tell great stories, and you know, she wants to combine sexuality with art, mm-hmm. and I I can't help but think of that when I watch this film, I'm, and I'm absolutely certain that David Simon has Caligula had Caligula in mind with some other films, obviously, right. when he was when he's making the deuce, because this is sort of the high point, and I don't think it's ever been topped, the high point of massive budget porn film. Yeah, you can tell. Like, yeah. this quality, you never again did you have this, until maybe Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. never again did you have the combination of sex and nudity and violence with massive Ooh, sets and a first-rate cast, a first-rate director, yeah. and a first-rate uh, screenwriter. He, Bob Guccione, nineteen seventy-six, he started this. It didn't come out till seventy-nine, but it was shot in seventy-six. I mean, he was way ahead of his time. He's dead now, unfortunately. He only died a couple of years ago, twenty seventeen. Mm. But I'm sure when Game of Thrones w- was on screen, he was looking at it going, fuck yeah, bitches. <laughs> like, I-, I started this gangster shit. You're welcome. And I got no motherfucking thanks right. for it. Because Caligula really is a Game of Thrones. Now, critics hated it at the time. Censors hated it at the time. People were clutching their pearls at the time. Oh, right. oh Father Jones, I can't believe. Is that a penis? Yeah. But, you know, today, this is... You can see this led the way to Game of Thrones, man. Right. This kicked down doors. It's a, it's, a, it's. I seriously believe it's massive. I cannot watch it. Like it's, cr- it's difficult to watch at times. But yeah. uh, I watched it for like the fifth time last night, and I still had a big grin on my face. And then at some, in some moments, I'm like Chrissy sitting beside me watching some other thing on her laptop. I said, "Do you want to watch this?" And she gets it. Ah, no. <laughs> I was like, "All right, you're lost." But there's bits of it. I'm like, oh god, I hope she didn't see that. Like, because uh, yeah. she'd probably, oh, yeah. uh, you know, have to run to the bathroom if she did. 
Anyway, let's get on with it. Uh, three, two, one, hit play. Okay. Mm-hmm. We hear Caligula, bit of a voiceover here while we're looking at the coin of his face. Right. Oh. I am a god, he says. Bob Guccione's name comes up. Penthouse Film International. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I could have just talked over this credit sequence, really. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell, Teresa Ann Savoy, Helen Mirren, <sighs> yeah. and Peter O'Toole. Love him. I was in love with him. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And he's so good in this. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Crazy off the top good. Caligula, it says. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what this coin is, but uh, I love it. I want it on my wall. Hmm. I wonder if we can duplicate it. Uh, now, new, new music kicks in. Um, over the credits here, this, you must know, this is, is uh, Prokofiev from Romeo and Juliet. Gotcha. I was singing this all night last. <laughs> Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Love it. And this music's so fitting. John Gilgood. Yeah. So John Gilgood. Yeah. Oh. Such a great cast. Okay. Speaking of historical accuracy, they do end, they do change the way Nerva's life ends, but it's something more dramatic here. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, you're like, yeah. That's fine. I'm not not bitching. By Gore Vidal. Yeah. Oh, Gore Vidal's name was on there. Yeah. Tinto Brass. That's a cool name. That's a porn name. Tinto. Yeah. All right, we're zooming, zooming into in. Caligula's yeah. coin eye. Now we see Caligula and Drusilla in a lavish bedroom. I want that bed. Yes. That looks like a comfy fucking bed, man. You could land a helicopter in that thing. Yeah. They're frolicking again. Again, well, well, the frolicking. again semi-clad in the bed. Always with the frolicking. Yeah. Um, playing with her hair. Now, we uh, get a little bit of rear pussy action <laughs> here from... Uh, Drusilla. Right. Uh, we're, very nice. We're underwear. Yeah. Was underwear not invented yet? Loincloth? Give me... No. Okay. Just something. Well, he does wear a bit of a G-string yeah. at some point well, later on. Well, he's the on. big star. We get na- yeah. naked butts, um, dangly bits. Rolling around. And camel toes. Yeah. <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> both of them very tight. Very yeah. tight butts. Uh-oh. They're doing their glute works out. Uh-oh. Oh, just got a bit, bit oh. of hairy bush there from right. Drusilla. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. They say... Macro's coming. Can we just say... Okay. Uh, hold on. Yeah. And then he's paused. And then <laughs> I like how <laughs> when Macro's coming in, uh, Caligula lies down and shoves a pillow <laughs> between his legs to hide his boner. Right. Um, and he's pretending you know, he's sleeping. Good, oh, I, I wasn't boning my sister. I was just sleeping. Quick. Yeah, quick thinking. She she runs away, hides behind the right. uh, curtains. Oh. Macro. It's, it's you, Macro. Macro, very good looking... Yes, yeah, very oh good my looking. God, very, perfect specimen. Very good looking. Yeah, acro macro here, um, played by Guido Marari. Oh, that's Italian. Uh, Ita- Italian actor who, in 1971, uh, had been in the film of the Decameron, the film version of Boccaccio or Bukakio, and there is some Bukaki scenes in this film, coincidentally. So he must have been like, oh yeah, Bukaki. Yeah, I remember that. I can do that. Um, 
uh, Guido Minari died age 43 from HIV. Oh, um, so Possibly right. contracted while shooting this film. We don't know, oh but God. it wouldn't surprise me. Now, I, I yeah, wanted, uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say. Oh, I was getting, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Go ahead. After, after you. Uh, just that when they were lying alone and, and hiding their lovemaking from Macro, I mean, there are people sitting at the, near the foot of the edge of the bed. There are people watching them, and I know they're attendants, but how many times in, in, in all the stories have we talked about slaves, you know, telling on bosses or under torture, maybe giving up information? So I just wonder about that. Just banging your sister in front of people, maybe you don't even consider the attendants humans, so you don't think about dismissing them. I would. I think it's partly that, but he's hiding it from Macro because he's banging Macro's wife. Right. Oh, I'm not cheating on your wife kind of thing. Yeah. And he's supposed to be, he's going to marry right. uh, Macro's wife. And so maybe he's like, oh, that's kind of tacky if he sees me banging my sister yeah. too. Now, I, I wanted to point out that um, the actress originally cast to play the role of Drusilla was Maria Schneider. Mm-hmm. Uh, who a few years earlier had made the classic film Last Tango in Paris with uh, Marlon Brando. Have you ever seen that film, Bernardo Bertolucci's Last Tango in Paris? a long time ago, yeah. So she, she, uh, in that film, uh, uh, famously, Brando lubes up her ass with a stick of butter before wow. uh, before participating in a little bit of anal, right? Um, which which from memory she she enjoyed, <laughs> uh, though it was slightly rough, right? Um, well, margarine would have been. It's Brando. I mean, anyway, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't complain. Oh, he, he could if fuck Brando me. Was, he could fuck yeah, me lubing up my ass. I'd be like, well, yeah. listen, I don't normally do this, uh, but you're an icon, so at least without. Plow buy away. me dinner first, right. but yeah. fuck you, Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and Mac uh, came out the same year as Godfather Part Two. She, she, she made um, Michelangelo Antonioni's The Passenger with Jack Nicholson in 1975. Mm-hmm. So she was uh, a, a very celebrated French actress. Uh, passed away in 2011, and apparently she was on set for two weeks um, to shoot this right. film, and then quit. Called Tinto Brass a sex maniac. And refused the sex scenes. Now, she she'd made a scene where Brando fucked her up the ass. But this uh, was going to be too much. After, yeah. But yes, but this was too much. Yeah, yeah. This was. Are you uh, still taking way over the top? Are you still rolling? No, I paused. Okay. When Macro came in. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Good. Now, I also wanted to point out at this point that Malcolm McDowell is actually thirty three when he made this. Wow. Uh, but he looks a lot younger. Caligula would have only been about 25. Right. And I think Malcolm McDowell is a passable 25 here. Yeah. As opposed to um, the... uh, Who played him in I, Claudius? Oh. Um, um, uh, John Hurt, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah, John Hurt uh, in I, Claudius. Was he? No, No, he was the same age, roughly... But he looks 50. Yeah, I was going to say, he looked uh, older. In, in yeah. <laughs> yes. Huh. He looks way older. Uh, yeah, but, but Malcolm McDowell gets away with it. Looks very, oh, yeah. very, very young. Absolutely. By the way, uh, at the time uh, he was making this, Malcolm McDowell this is, he was dating actress Mary Steenburgen. Uh, oh, my God. They were together That's until right. 1990, I think, and then she uh, they broke up and she ended up with Ted Danson. 
Yes. And if you don't follow their uh, Instagram, her Instagram account, I highly recommend it because they're a very sweet-looking couple on Instagram. She's always oh, posting nice. photos of them uh, frolicking. Uh, no, uh, so. Unfortunately, not like this. No, there's not a lot of um, rare pussy action oh, well, in her Instagram. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Oh, Unfortunately, I mean she's she's older now, but uh, you know still she's in good shape. She's a very attractive lady. Yeah. Ted Danson, I'm um, she's in good shape. Yeah. I watched The Good Place. He's looking good. <laughs> Anywho, uh, back to play. Uh, six All minutes right. forty one. We're at uh, on my my clock. We're, not, we're taking a long time to get through this. Macro's walking in. Uh, right. Caligula's pretending to be asleep, hiding his boner with a pillow. Right. Let me know when you see John go good. Oh, okay. That'll be a while. That's fine. Macro tells him that the Emperor commands him to appear. Which is not good, potentially, because he's fucking crazy. Well, yes. Yeah, it's never good to be summoned. Um, (laughs) And not for the first time, not for the last time, we see Caligula looking into the mirror. A lot of him looking into the mirror. He's combing his hair here. Yes. Um... Um, and he asks uh, Macro how his wife's doing, and he says, you know, she can't wait to see you. She lives to see you. And he's Aww. like, oh, awkward, dude. My sister, who I'm banging, is behind the curtain. That's right. Come on. Um, a propriety. Yeah. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure she knows everything. So she comes out. Macro leaves. Uh, Drusilla comes out, and he's like, oh, no, what does it mean? Tiberius wants to see me. And she goes, take care, little boots. Mm. They have a last embrace. Aww. Um, Remember, and now yeah. we see a lot of we see some dick. We see a lot of dick from naked, <laughs> naked laborers, work crews yeah. on the street, yeah. like uh, banging rocks <laughs> with the dicks swinging, but not with the dicks like, with I, hammers. Not with no, but they could. They could if they wanted. Uh, Clearly, some of them they could. probably could. Yeah, we see uh, Caligula being carried along. Uh, with Macro walking beside him, he's being carried in his litter on his way. Oh, wait. The smoke for some reason. Yeah. Lots of fires going on. I assume they're marching towards Capri. And John Gilgood, very stern looking as Nerva, greeting right. Caligula uh, in Capri. Jeez. And uh, they're greeting each other. Nerva, we've talked about on the old Tiberius podcast, uh, mm-hmm. jurist. One of the only people who accompanied Tiberius to Capri in his self-imposed exile from Rome. Right. Do you think he was trying to... um, Mm. Do you think he was going to maybe try to talk some sense into Tiberius or they were just friends and he wanted to maybe just be with his friend? Because, you know, and it doesn't hurt that he's the emperor. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe he was just trying to, you know, keep an eye on him, stop him from his worst impulses, maybe. Didn't work. Don't really know. Yeah. There's lots of whipping going on behind yeah. curtains here for reasons unknown. Whipping and screaming. Um, yeah. uh, naked women with lots of bush just running with around uh, carrying just, just like my house. vases. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> now, this set yes. is incredible. Yeah. We start to see the, I mean, we've seen a bit, but we start to see the incredible sets here. Uh, Caligula walks into the uh, inner sanctum of Capri, right. which is the w- w- we're going to go to the pool set. Yes. Now oh look at this God. set, man. This I know. is fucking incredible. Now you, you compare this to I Claudius. I oh, Claudius. Please. This was all shot in yeah. Rome. This was shot at the Deer Studios in Rome. Now pause. pause. 
We see lots of babies. Mm. Lots of babies. What do you think the babies are for, right? Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, because of all the sex that's going on, it may be they're uh, Tiberius's kids, but I somehow doubt that. But with all the sex going on, people are getting knocked up, and so there's a bunch of women breastfeeding. Or Tiberius has specifically summoned people to come with their babies for reasons that we've mentioned before and we're about to mention again. Now, I've paused it at the 10-minute mark and I've got a, a, a naked a woman with her breasts hanging out. Her breasts seem to be resting on a silver platter here. Right. Um, so the baby, she's got a baby in each arm, one white, one black. Uh, now, the babies are, uh, she's holding something in front of the babies. Can you what? Uh, see what she's holding there? No, right? I, I can't. I've got to pause. Let me, uh, uh, oh, my God, I did not realize that yeah. at first. I was looking at the breasts, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. That's disgusting. Now, in each hand, in front of the babies, and one baby is touching one, <gasps> she, they're, they're like, uh, well, you know, reasonably large, I'd say <laughs> uh, three to four inch long, white phalluses right. with golden wings coming off the base of them. Now, oh. we know that the, the, the winged phallus was a good luck amulet right. in ancient Rome. So this is historically valid. Yeah. Uh, people would wear them around their necks. They'd give them to their children to wear around their necks. It's like wearing a cross, mm-hmm. the way that Christians would wear a cross. Right, right. Uh, sure, sure enough, I've got somebody with a chainsaw or a windblower <laughs> outside my window, right on schedule, Friday morning. Um, <laughs> They're consistent. But... but Later on, I'm pretty sure you see babies suckling from these things. Like maybe they've right. got milk in them. Maybe they've got uh, jam on them. <clears throat> but of course, as we talked about on the Tiberius show, and uh, you know, hold on to your seats if you haven't heard yes. this before. But uh, if you haven't listened to the last part of the Tiberius series, series, but. Tiberius used to keep babies around in his sex dungeon in Capri to get them to suck on the end of his knob. Yes. Um, now, it looks to me like this is what they, they're training the babies right, they're being conditioned. To f- yes. To fondle and suck on the knob. Put a bit of breast milk on right. it. Right. Uh, and, and give the babies these large marble phalluses. Well, they're probably not marble, too heavy. Maybe uh, carved out of something, yeah. sandstone, maybe polished. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so look, it's attention to detail. Yeah, here. You, you get you really get for that. have to admire yes, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Really have to admire. <laughs> I'm not sleeping tonight. All right, hit. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, you'd be too excited. Hit play. <laughs> I've hit it. So this set, marble backdrops, yeah. marble everywhere, naked people. Tiberius, uh, oh, sorry, Caligula's got a little beard at this stage, we right. should point out. He's still wearing a beard. Now he's swimming pool. He's looking for uh, grandfather Tiberius. He's easy to spot. And, well, yes, he's wearing a red <laughs> coat. And he pops up. Oh, my God. There he is. Um, Peter O'Toole yeah. as Tiberius. Ugh. All right, pause. Pause. Pause yeah. it here. So uh, I, I want to point out that He's Peter O'Toole here uh, playing Tiberius. Tiberius is supposed to be in his late 70s. Peter O'Toole was 44 when he made this film. Makeup is awesome. The makeup is awesome. They did a really good job 
of making him look disease, pox ridden, old skin. <laughs> he's going to die any day. He's now. got some. Yeah. His wig, he's got this bald, well, not bald, but like uh, uh, his head looks, he's got more hair than right. you. I mean, right. so, I mean, let's be fair, but <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like thinning, right. grey, yeah. f- greasy looking hair. Now, uh, of course, Peter O'Toole, for the kids out there, if you don't know who he is, one of the great, right. great actors of all time. If you if you haven't seen it, look, watch the films Lawrence of Arabia, mm-hmm. The Lion in Winter. Start with those oh, films. Well, start that. with this film, yeah, no. then go watch right. those films. Yeah. Now, according to Bob Guccione, Peter O'Toole wasn't sober for the entire production. I would believe it by the way he's talking, but that's just me. <laughs> Why do you talk like that? I'm standing right here. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck? Dude. His performance is over <laughs> the top, but I love it. Oh, yeah. no, It's only so the over the doing. top. Yes, yes. Yeah. And he's so mad, so crazy and, and, in this. It's glorious. And, and I'm nervous. I feel like he's going to strike out and kill somebody at any second. Like he's capable of doing that. Despite his advanced years, you just get the, it's either that he's unstable or he just doesn't give a fuck. And everybody is certainly right to be fearful in his presence. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hit play. All right. <sighs> kiss, so, kiss the ring. Do your dance, boy. Yeah. Caligula uh, is ordered right. by Tiberius. The one you did for your father when you were a kid. Now we see Claudius for the first time. Yeah. Uh, Claudius. I don't like no. the... Well, I, yeah, uh, Giancarlo Badesi as uh, Claudius. He was also in Salon Kitty, right. uh, the, the earlier Tinto Bras film. And, uh, yeah, he's played as a real sort of um, mentally uh, deficient right. uh, dullard in this. Obviously wasn't. He was quite brilliant, mm-hmm. Claudius. Um, but there you go. So the depiction of him is done for comedic purposes, I think. Right. So Peter O'Toole uh, wants uh, Caligula to do his dance. He says, "I don't remember." He goes, "Dance, boy." So he, yeah. so Caligula's got a whip for some reason, and now he's doing the whipping dance. Some weird right. dance. Oh, we see some dick. Uh, lots of dick action going right. on here. Uh. He's doing what? Is, what does this dance remind you of? Oh, anything in particular? Um, I don't know. It reminds me of late Elvis in Vegas, man. <laughs> like it's sort of like sort of weird, right. bizarre karate like yeah. moves. If you if he had a massive gut and uh, a white jumpsuit, oh, he, that would be uh, it. yeah. 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 Instead of this, like sort of this suit that he's wearing is straight out of a Marvel film, man. It could be like. Captain America or Thor with this thing on. Yeah. Um, oh, lots of bums in the water. So, yeah. Yeah, naked bums uh, frolicking in the water with Tiberius here. Now he Tiberius doesn't like the dance, right. tells him to cut that shit out, climbs out of the pool, people rush to help him get out. Lots of naked bums helping him get out of the pool. Yeah. And Peter O'Toole's... Just great in this. Just crazy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we see lots of lots of uh, lots of naked breasts here. He's getting changed behind a curtain. I don't know why he's hiding his modesty. Like, yeah. there's just uh, well, everybody else around him is so much everywhere. younger. Maybe he's embarrassed. I don't know. I don't know. M- maybe he is. But he's yeah. Peter O'Toole, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. So. 
Now, uh, Tiberius is accusing Caligula of praying for his death. Caligula's denying yeah. it. And he's and, very good at uh, denying it. He's staying calm. He's not panicking. Yes. Yeah. He knows how to play the game. And he's coming across as very genuine. Right. Like, he's, he's playing very genuine sincere. very well. Yeah. The, robe, the the curtain is taken away. Tiberius is dressed in a new white robe. Now, uh, stop uh, here. Right. We we, uh, we The camera pans. Uh-huh. Technical term there, Ray. I can say that now because I've made a movie, <laughs> directed a movie. Oh, my it God. Pans, yeah. It pans past a hairless vagina. Right. Now, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about the historical accuracy Ooh, of this, good point. to be quite um, honest. We um, should do a show on it. Uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if uh, this is at the 13 minute and 30 mark on my clock, yep. if, if anyone yep. needs to find this yep. quickly. A hairless vagina. Now, maybe the bearer, we don't see the bearer's face. We've got a close up of the uh, gen- genital region. Maybe the bear is uh, uh, prepubescent. Uh, that's quite possible in right. Tiberius' sex dungeon. Or maybe it's been waxed or shaved. Now, even, I- we're talking 1976, in Rome, an extra in Rome, uh, maybe some women were, were waxing their vagas, going the Brazilian in Rome yeah, in 1976. I'm not sure how popular it was. Right. Certainly most of the uh, vaginas we see or the vulvas we see in this, uh, to be technically correct, are um, uh, uh, very right. hairy. More, yes. more bush in this I've film than s- in a Dallas Cowboys <laughs> game with Ellen, man. I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> more than I've seen It's a joke in my research. That's a joke that will only make sense late in 2019. <laughs> People listening to this five years from now will go, who's Who? Ellen? What? 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 Anyway, what? yeah. Um, it, uh, I'm not sure about this. And then if you play for another second, if I recall correctly. Right. Yes, here we go. We see a cock and balls again hairless. Yeah, Lots that's... Lots of hairless yeah. genitalia. Yeah. Um, I hope my wife didn't walk I'm in. not... I'm, yeah. I'm not sure when you, you paused it on the <laughs> dick and balls. Well, this is research. No, yeah. Um, the, but got got quite heavy tan lines, uh, right. this guy. He's obviously been tanning, wearing yeah. uh, what, basically a, 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 a Speedos yeah. or... or the G-string here. Very, very slim tan lines there. Um, I don't know. Maybe the 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 uh, de-hairification was something that Tiberius liked in his, didn't his sex dungeon. I don't know if there's any historical accuracy. He likes that. variety. Who knows? What do you think? Yeah, variety is the way to go with Tiberius. Yeah. He's got to keep it fresh. So half of you shave, I mean, half of you don't. If, if you have ever, when was the first time you... Uh, uh, had the pleasure of experiencing a hairless uh, <laughs> vulva ray. Uh, yeah, I was kind of young. I went, oh, that's not uh, that's not what I'm used to. Okay. And then you adapt. Well, for me, yeah. Well, for me, it wasn't until probably, I'm thinking 1999, 98, really? 99 was the first time I experienced one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was your reaction? Uh, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, I like this very much. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and most of them that I have seen since then have been uh, hairless. Right. But that was the first time. So th- this is 76. I didn't see one 20-odd years after this. Um, but it is so your, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, hit play. Right. 
Um, now, Tiberius is nuzzling on the stomach of a uh, Nubian princess mm-hmm. here. Did he make- Definitely A cups. Um, and uh, she uh, she's not long for the world. I seem to recall exactly, exactly. The makeup on so Zero Tool Tiberius, is amazing. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. it's amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it's fabulous. Yeah. Now Tiberius is asking Nerva to help craft Caligula into a good man, and he says, "No chance. <laughs> He's a snake. He's a reptile." <laughs> the smile on P- Peter O'Toole's face. Oh my God, it's oh, creepy as hell. It's glorious. And he tells, uh, Tiberius tells Nerva that when he, Tiberius is dead, to beware Macro, because Macro will kill him. And Nerva says, I know, yeah. he hates me. Oh, he's doing some kissing between the A cups now. <laughs> oh, Macro's I don't think that was in the script. Sad, I, I think he's just taking advantage oh. of it, because he's drunk. Of course, he's had living. He's, well, he's a great actor, he's exactly. had living. <laughs> Well, I we get some Adler. crazy eyes, right? Yeah, crazy eyes from Caligula there. Yeah, jeez, Nerva can't take much more of it, so he walks away. He's disgusted with the entire thing. Tiberius, Tiberius is doing his Jesus on the cross <laughs> pose, which is which which had only happened about uh, four years previously, if you believe the Look at that. Christian tradition. That outfit that he's wearing. Oh my god! His ring. Oh, the ring. Like I've got a big gold ring, but That's it's the... not that big. That ring covers three fingers easily. <laughs> he could punch which, somebody with that. Which I love. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's like the Phantom's ring. Man. <laughs> when Peter O'Toole yells, everybody pays attention. Just yeah. one of those voices. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they're talking about whether or not he's a god and Julius and Augustus were gods. He, uh, Tiberius says the people of Rome fear him and that's better than loving him. Right. Nice wig. So, uh, we've been recording for 54 minutes and we're 15 minutes <laughs> into the film. Well, oh, they're hugging. Hugging. Aww. And he calls him a viper. I'm nursing a viper in Rome's bosom, says Tiberius. No, no, Father, you misunderstand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by all accounts, Caligula wasn't too crazy in the first six months of his rule. So I don't know that he was necessary. Oh, he just threw poor Claudius into the pool. Yeah, dick move. Yeah. I don't know how crazy Tiberius, uh, so Caligula was in this early space. All right, so they've walked out of the pool wow. area into what I think of as the jailhouse rock set. <laughs> From Elvis. Because it reminds me of Elvis's jailhouse rock oh my uh, God, it appearance does. on Ed Sullivan yeah. or whatever it was. Now, here, here, I mean, we're going to see a lot of crazy things going on, but to a certain degree, Caligula does seem to be a bit stunned or awed by all this going on. You know, obviously he's trying to stay on his toes because you never know what um, Tiberius is going to do, but he does seem to be a little bit overwhelmed by all the pageantry, the insanity, the sexuality, and the violence going on here. Just a bit. Yeah, like he hasn't been here before. Right. So there's a there's a, a soldier standing there. Um, yeah. Tiberius says he looks a bit drunk, don't you think? Oh, pause. So um, he says, uh, he's a bit drunk, and then he says, make him drink his fill. Now he tells him to, Macro tells this guy to take his shoelace off, which he does. Right. Macro makes a little knot, a noose out of the shoelace, ties it over the, the guy's grabbed by some other soldiers. Right. Tie, t- loops this over his dick. Yes. Now, 
I wanted to ask you about this penis, Ray, because you're an expert right? on this. Uh, <laughs> we're looking at 17 minutes and 11 seconds. Uh, what do you think? Average size cock here uh, oh. on the long side, on the short side? Oh. Um, Let me back up. And... You know, how does he how does he measure up to your expectations here? Like, uh, uh, are you jealous? Uh, are you are you snickering? Um, uh, where does this um, fall? Well, I got nervous and so I hit the wrong button, and uh, that's 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 respectable. That's respectable. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm jealous. I look at this guy, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I think they they casted him after saying, could you please pull down your pants? Congratulations, you got the part. Because you have the part. The audition for that was just uh, guys coming in and whipping out their cocks. And he's qualified. I mentioned the actor playing Macro died of HIV. I don't know if he was was homosexual because obviously heterosexual people can get AIDS as well, but uh, quite possibly... This was his favorite scene in the film. <laughs> no, I think we need to do it uh, again. I'm sorry, director. I just don't think I got it right. Yes, yeah, sorry. I, I, I could think, think I can do it. So he, he new, loops this thing over the guy's cock, pulls it up to the base, tightens it. Oh, there's a, a woman there with a huge, huge golden dildo uh, right. who's looking at this with, with uh, mirth and joy on her face. She's loving this. Oh, loving God. it. Can't get enough. So they, he's, he's basically bound up this guy's cock yes. so he cannot urinate. Now they get a big horn-shaped uh, pause. Pause, oh, my oh, God. Pause yeah. on the woman uh, touching herself on the clit. Um, <laughs> they've they've, <laughs> they've <laughs> put a big horn-shaped funnel, jabbed it into his mouth. Now, the first question I had when I watched this last night is where did that come from? Right. Do they just uh, do they just keep this around in case they need to uh, torture somebody with wine? Uh, why do they have these huge funnels yeah. uh, made out of m- mammoth horns, by the looks of it, just lying around? Um, well, any any theories on what they would do with that normal? Yeah. What, what is it called in um uh, in college when when guys have the uh, the funnel at the end and the hose and they have pour a bunch of beer down it and they they drink as fast as they can so. Obviously, this this concept oh, yeah. has been around for thousands of years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but this is also a, a torture, a torture method because what you can do is you can fill up someone's stomach with any kind of liquid, and then you can either stomp on their stomach or do something to make them vomit. Obviously, it's very painful. So I think this is probably standard procedure for uh, Tib- Tiberius's house. Now I remember the first time I tried to watch this film, probably around about. Uh, age of twenty one, uh, when I after I saw Clockwork Orange, and I was went oh I got to watch everything Malcolm McDowell made in the seventies, and I remember right. getting to this scene <laughs> and going you know that's I, it I'm out the, the, I'm yeah out. I'm yeah, out yeah I'm I think out. this is probably the scene seventeen and a half minutes into the film that uh, turns most people off yes. the film. Yes. I think most, if you're going to walk out of this film, it's at this juncture. Yeah. So be warned, folks. Uh, this is probably this is a hard to stomach, yeah. no pun, uh, even though I've seen it a half a no dozen pun times. Intended. Yeah, right. No pun intended. Because <laughs> you're about to see a stomach outside the bottom. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a woman, back to woman uh, uh, touching a clip right. while she's watching this. Obviously, this is massive turn on for her. Mm. They're pouring wine down the funnel. Yeah. As uh, Tiberius and Caligula are leaving. Yeah. 
I was just seeing that she was doing it right. I hit rewind oh. a couple times. Oh, yes, yes, stop again. Now, they're just walking past a woman in a clit tickling machine. It's like a bicycle device. Yes. This is ingenious. I think Leonardo da Vinci actually invented this. She's got pedals, and the pedals are moving like a fan right. type thing made up that like red feathers on the end of sticks that are going around on the wheel that are tickling her clit. Right. As she, uh, as she pedals, this is brilliant. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Uh, who Exercise. invented this? Right. Um, she's lying down. Another woman is, is stroking her breast. There's a guy there masturbating next to her. Right. And she pedals this golden contraption and it tickles her clit. Although it's kind of going in the wrong direction. I think it's tickling her ass. It's it's yeah. going ass to <clears throat> ass to vulva, not That's the other not way around. Is the way. Yeah, it should she be should the other be way. Yeah. Pedaling backwards. Right. Which is probably you know what they need to do? takes they, too much thought. They need to take it and just lift it up, turn it around and put it back down. And then boom, problems are solved. But yeah. but we weren't there to yeah. to advise and consult, so Maybe she likes having her asshole tickled. I mean who who are we to judge? I'm not I'm not judging. But basically, Tiberius and Caligula are walking through the sex um, uh, wing? Uh, freak show right. exhibit, yeah. wing, the sex wing of the palace. Here. <laughs> basically, if you haven't seen this, it's just everything. A hundred, yes. hundred of people, hundreds of people, just masturbating, fucking, sucking, licking, dicking possible. on swings with whips yeah. with. Brilliant devices, dildos, yeah. everything. Oh, people everything. with extra body parts, extra eyes and hands and dicks, and it's it's just like a the most bizarre fucking freak show yeah. you've ever oh, seen. And yeah. Tiberius doesn't even seem to notice. Caligula's no, eyes are <laughs> falling out of his head. He's like, "What the fuck?" Oh no, Tiberius is just okay. Hit play. Along. Okay, play. Got it. Yeah. All right. Dicks. Uh, satyrs are from Illyria. He says the satyrs, I think, uh, pause again. Uh, while I talk about satyrs, he talks about satyrs right. here. Now, a satyr uh, is, is a, a woodland god, a lustful, usually drunk, woodland sex maniac god. <laughs> In Greek art, they were represented as a man with horses, ears, and a tail. Right. But in Roman representations, it was usually a man with goats, ears, tail, legs, and horns. Gotcha. He seems to be referring to them here, Tiberius satyrs, as um, hermaphrodites. Oh, I think. gotcha. Right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Hit, there's, there's quite a few of those in here, too. So basically, breasts and a cock. The best of both worlds, as I, as I call it. Uh, hit play. All right. Some woman being rogered by a guy wearing horns. Yeah. She's from Britain, he says. <laughs> Britain. Oh. Highly unlikely unless Julius Caesar brought her back, which would have been uh, 100 years earlier because uh, no one's been to Britain since then, right. I don't think. Just more devices. Uh, a woman yeah. riding a swing with a big gold dildo. Yes. Oh, pause. So Tiberius asks him if he prefers, asks Caligula if he prefers... Uh, what is it, nymphs or... Yeah, nymphs or... Do you prefer nymphs to satyrs? He says, both, Lord. He says, good, you need both to stay healthy. God. Um, judging by the pox on his face, 
uh, hasn't really helped him a great deal. No, but uh, don't know. Maybe I don't know which. Maybe too many nymphs, not enough satyrs. You got to keep the balance. What's the formula? Of, yeah. What's the well, ratio? is it balanced? Do you need 50-50? Yeah, yeah that's I, I the question. So. Is it 10% nymphs to 90% satyrs or the other I way around? Know. We should... I'll, I've, I'll look this up at Tacitus later. I'm sure he's got it written down. Oh, my God. Okay. Hit play. 18 minutes, 31. Uh, <laughs> Caligula looks a little bit fucking terrified here. He's like, wow, you are seriously batshit crazy. <laughs> now, here's some woman... Now, we just went past a woman uh-huh. uh, who will appear again in a minute. She is about to put what looks like either a snake or a legless lizard. I think it's a legless lizard, judging by its girth, a live legless lizard. Yes, yes. Into her vajayjay. Um, oh, my God. Now, that is... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's, that's, a, that's a thing. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Live live animals up the JJ well, Ray. Like, yeah, I know in Virginia you do a lot with live animals, but uh, have you ever gone the live animal up the JJ Ray? Um, one, I don't feel like I should answer all of your questions. I like to keep a little bit of mystery. But I would just like to go back to the moment where the director or the producer says, well, good news, you got the part. The bad news is here's your, here's your actual wiggling live animal that you're going to be working with. His name is his name is John. You might want to get to know each other because you're going to be spending a lot of time together. You're here. You go. Well, is it is it uh, like a movie animal that's been trained, a highly trained animal that's been trained specifically for this purpose, um, right. or is it her own pet? Did she turn up? To oh. the auditions. Hey, I got something for with you. With a little cage. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, just, um, I, just I don't know I just two minutes of you... your time. Two minutes. I haven't, I, you I haven't read the script in detail yet. I'm not sure if you have a scene where somebody's sticking a live but, lizard up her pussy. But just in case do, it's useful, right. I brought this along. Because yeah. I'm, always, I'm always thinking. I'm always card. thinking about ways. <laughs> here's my card. Here's my snake. Um, I'd be happy to work with you. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, Ray, I hate to tell you that um, we're over an hour now. That's oh, the end of the first episode. We're going to end on um, a snake. 18 and... <laughs> <laughs> Legless gonna, lizard, gonna... I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Acting yeah. as a... No, putting a snake up your pussy would be weird. <laughs> that would be wrong. I but a legless know. lizard, totally... I don't know. Don't have fangs... That's they're true. Not, that's totally different. Thank you for correcting Their me. Their tongue. Cam. Thank you. Different girth right. of the tongue when it's but inside it's so you, flickering. Wiggly. Someone's going to get hurt. Anyway, that can wait. <laughs> so we're 18 and a half minutes into a <laughs> three hour film because uh, we're doing the uncut. I should have no, mentioned that no we're doing the uncut the version uncut. of the film. There's a lot of uncut in this, in yeah. this movie. Oh, yeah. it's all uncut. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, although it's not like there's actually when you see all the dildos etc right they're all they circumcised are. dildos very so, so and, and circumcision I mean obviously was popular with the Jews and it had been popular in places like Egypt at different times which is probably where the Jews got it from right. when they were in exile in Egypt but um, I'm not sure it was that popular in Rome mm. so I'm a little bit uh, hinky about the uncircumcised penises right. in this. Well, it's not like you can go around. You, I mean, for historical accuracy, you can't go. I need you to get uncircumcised. So, 
Well, they could have made. I mean, they they had Jesus's foreskin uh, <laughs> somewhere there. They could have modeled. Right, you're right. What am I? The holy what am foreskin. I thinking? They could have used you're it as right. a model. Yeah, well, they could have just that would have led some ac- lent some act ac- because he was when well, no, he would have been oh. circumcised a little bit before this, but pro- same era, right? You know, you'd be able to model the foreskins based on Jesus's foreskin. <sighs> anyway, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, yeah. Episode one of the Caligula <laughs> series, um, and people didn't think we could stretch this out <laughs> into a long series. Who are you kidding? Have you not met us? Uh, Hello. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with episode two of Caligula. What do you want to know? What do you want to do? Yeah, let's go with that. What do you fucking want? Just tell me what you fucking want, pedophile. Oh, my beer. It's a good kiss to her. Do you love me?